welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. What is up, Mad Mom? Back at it with a Q&A. Day late. Not my fault. Not, and I'm not going to point fingers either. Listen, I don't, I don't know what is going on, but uh, we got another two-man coming up. You know, the the meat and potatoes episode, the running back consensus. Uh, we were missing Begley. Uh, he had to poop a lot, apparently. And now uh, our other host, Goni, has just been, uh, I don't know, I ain't heard from the man. Also I, pooping I, a lot. I'm about to do a welfare check on him. I ain't heard from him. Uh, but we can't wait. I mean, I got to post this one today. We got to get something on Tuesday. Um, it, it'll be posted the second we're done with this. So hopefully it'll be live at two o'clock. Um, yeah, Begley, our, our RB2s didn't go so good. We did. We missed. I, You know, I think that's a hard group of players to hit on. Like if, if, if you can hit consistently on the RB20, you're going to win a lot of fantasy leagues consistently, right? That's kind of what I hit. The RB2s are a little bit harder to hit on. Uh, I know I came in first. I don't remember if you or Goni came in second. You you missed pretty bad on Melvin Gordon. so And that was some of ours. Um, injuries. Injuries really, really dominated us a lot. Um, I'm sorry. If you're watching <laughs> on YouTube, you can definitely see what's going on with this terrible distraction. He's flicking his nipple with a rubber nipple. Nipple on nipple action. Yeah, no, it's hard, man. I mean, with the way injuries go at, at the running back position, th- that that subset is just it's impossible to pin down. Yeah. That being said, when we combined our first our RBs one through twelve with our thirteen through twenty four, we hit more than the ADP hit. So, Next. regardless of how bad we did on the twos, we did so good on the ones that that if. You listen to the Mad Mob and your running back, ra- not the Mad Mob, excuse me. If you listen to us, um, you hit more than you missed in, instead of listening to the ADP. Um, that's what we're here for. That's what we're going for. Uh, this week we start our wide receivers 1 through 12. I I don't know what to expect. I know we missed on several. I missed on DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, um, Michael Pittman. Yeah, we... All of us missed on Pittman. I think Michael Thomas was in the range for us too. Uh, but again, man, those are injury-driven mistakes. Like we're not going to be perfect. We're going to be wrong. We want to own it. But when we're wrong because of injury, what do you do? You know? Yeah. That's just, that's so. just going to happen. Um, yeah. So let's get into this. We're going to do a we're going to do a Q and A. We're missing uh, we're missing Goni. Like we said, so we're not going to be able to have an odd man out. Either you're going to get a 50-50, and we're not going to be able to help you too much, uh, or you're going to get uh, just two man. So, so I guess if if we're gonna if we're gonna answer something, we better have concrete evidence to stand on, especially yeah, if we're going that, against each other on this one. The stakes are higher, man. Uh, you know, I was thinking of a good segue joke about this virus. The best I had was we're passing it around like Brandon Cooks. Should we edit that out or leave that in there? We'll leave That's it. not bad. Right? That's it's pretty not bad. good. I was going to start the show with it, but I got cold feet. 
I mean, my immune system is is ironclad. So you all keep passing it around, and I'm just I'm dropping this like Nelson Aguilar. Hmm? Oh God! Huh? <laughs> I guess we gotta leave them both in there. That's not all right. Bad. Okay. All right, man. Verno thirty three. By the way, uh, I, I, we got a tip, and I think it was good advice, Wayne. Let's start the segment by giving just a quick twenty second synopsis of what we're doing here. We're on Reddit. We're on the Dynasty Fantasy Football Mega Thread. People post questions about their team. Find those questions. We answer them on here, and we try to connect that way. Sometimes we have personalized messages that come in the inbox. We definitely always answer those. Yeah, if you, if you direct message us at this point, we're 100% going to answer yours. Just keep that in mind. 100%. Whether it's email, 100%. Twitter, Instagram, where, wherever yeah. you want to message us. Any direct messages always get answered. Yeah. A lot of times we just respond directly, you know, to you pretty pretty quickly. We, we live for this stuff. Vernal 33, 12-team PPR, one quarterback. He sends Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, the 202, and the 205 for Jonathan Taylor. His One of his biggest conundrums is he's got both Packers running backs and he's got Swift and Jay Williams, both Lions running backs. Um, I'm not sending that. Uh, J- JT is a buy low right now, and I feel like you're buying high. Uh, Jamal Williams is probably not going to be re-signed. He's going to go somewhere else. Uh, D. Swift is going to go back to his number one role. Uh, he's going to be uh, a stud. I kind of like the A.J. Dillon handcuff. Aaron Jones is obviously your must start. And then after that, A.J. Dillon's still young, and he's going to be in a role. So I feel like you're young enough, and you have enough spread apart to where you'll be fine. D. Swift and Jamal Williams I'm not worried about. They're going to jump up. And and like I said, Jamal Williams is going to go somewhere else. And you could honestly, after after next year, you could potentially have four RB ones. Not from a fantasy perspective, just from an NFL perspective, you could have four RB ones on your roster. Not to mention you're giving up two draft picks. I do think Jonathan Taylor gets better. I don't think he's going to get back to what he was last year. Or I guess we can't even call it last year anymore. The season's over two years ago. Yeah, but but I don't send that. Yeah, JT is a is a buy low right now, and I feel like you're sending too much value at this point. I I agree. That's that's a good way to look at it. It's all about the market, man. You're overpaying a little bit here. I don't mind trading away AJ Dillon. Right, that we there was just news two days ago. Aaron Jones is re-signing in Green Bay. Uh, Wayne, I don't know how you feel about this. AJ Dillon in, in in a couple of seconds. I don't know if it gets it done. I would stomach that for JT, but I don't think you need to send away both bags. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, Verno, uh, JT, I like it. Buy low, pursue it. Just get try to squeeze a little more value out of it here. All right, JRE19, 12-team PPR super flex. He's rebuilding Wayne. His current quarterbacks are Zach Wilson, Jacoby Brissett, Mike White, and Tyler Huntley. He's got a couple turds floating around in his punch bowl at the quarterback position. Give 103 and 224 seconds. They're going to be early to get Lamar Jackson. The 103 to get in in two seconds to get Lamar. And I'll tell you why you think about it. 
you, you know I'm a Lamar fan. I, I'm doing this. I'm on the Lamar train. I think he's. I don't think he's in Baltimore. I think he gets a fresh start. I'm not doing it. Well, listen. His 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 roster seems like it's off. It's far off. Lamar oh. Jackson is not the type of quarterback with that'll be able to command the longevity of like a Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers. Uh, I, I, nobody's Tom Brady. I don't even want to mention that. You know, I, he's one of those guys that I think it, once he hits, you know, 33, 34, he's going to start going downhill. That's just the type of quarterback he is. That's 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 what got him to the NFL, and it's unfortunately what's going to get him out kind of early. Um, same with Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields. I think your your rebuild, your your team seems pretty bad, and I think you just need to draft young, you know, get, get a C.J. Stroud and just kind of – Take your time rebuilding because I feel like Lamar Jackson's going to put you in a in a in hurry up mode, and and your roster just seems like it needs a little bit more work. Yeah, I, I'm not going to hate you on that. I, I I'm I'm on a different side, but I, I I can see your viewpoint. He's 25. I mean, he's still young. He's only a year older than Joe Burrow. I think a fresh start helps, man. I mean, what if he goes to if he goes to the Jets? Right, or if he goes somewhere where there's weapons in place, he could be all right. We really haven't seen Lamar with a true number one receiver. I, I'm with you. I think Lamar's going to be good. I think Lamar's going to be good. I'm I'm 100 with you there. I'm not arguing the talent of Lamar. I'm just saying with his roster, it seems so bad that he's going to waste three years of Lamar's career rebuilding, and then after three years, who knows? He'll probably sign maybe a five year contract. I think like that's like max what he'll get because teams are teams are scared of of quarterbacks that rely on mobility. So I don't I don't know that he'll sign a huge contract. I think you're definitely in a three year ish, you know, rebuild based on your quarterbacks and a super flex. Uh, so so it's not a question of what I think Lamar's going to do. I agree with you. I think Lamar's going to be good next year if he goes somewhere else. I think he's going to be good if he stays. I just don't know. I think I think you're you just need to fully commit to a rebuild and just draft young. That's my opinion on it. Yep. Yep. Don't no no need to accelerate the rebuild. I'm with you. I think this one's gonna be easy for both of us. Hoth and Shanson. Twelve team, one quarterback PPR. He's trading away Christian McCaffrey. He's receiving Javonta Williams and Jacoby Myers. Does that do it for you? No. It's way too light. No, not even close. Uh, it, I don't want to say Javante first, but if I'm a CMC owner, that's about what I want. 100%. Yeah, that's not going to get it done. Huh? CMC is a league winner. Yeah, 100%. You're sounding way too light. Even if you're scared of the injury concerns or Elijah Mitchell coming back, it doesn't matter. Look at Javante Williams. Yeah. Javante Williams coming off an injury. And Jacoby is... He's he's a patriot, and and Bill Belichick pivots from player to player so often. Julian Edelman is like the longest he's ever stayed with a player, and Jacoby Myers is not Julian Edelman. But even with Jacoby, like you're looking at his, I I like his floor. His floor is ten points, but his ceiling is also like fourteen points. So yeah. I I think you can get more. Yeah, I mean, for perspective, in one of our fantasy leagues, I gave away CMC and got Brees in a one. I mean, for perspective, I think Javante and Jacoby's way too light. You're, 
I value Brees higher than Javante. Do you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I I've been with you, man. I don't love Javante. Goni Goni's a much higher on on Javante than me and you are. Not a huge fan. Tua turns the ball over. Twelve team super flex PPR. The one hundred eight. Jahan Dotson and Sam Howell, who's projected to start in Washington for Lamar Jackson. He's got Mahomes and Trey Lance. The 108, Sam Howell, and who? Jahan Dotson? Yeah, I do that. We're shipping it. Couple Pat Mahomes with Lamar Jackson, and and you you can have crap outside of that and still win some games. Yeah, we're shipping that out to a man. Uh, you just got to hope Lamar goes somewhere ha- halfway decent. Rock Chalk Jayhawker 23. And this reminds me, by the way, Wayne, I need to get back to you on our trade. 12 team Superflex PPR. Give the 106 and a 24 1 for Garrett Wilson. Is he overpaying to get Garrett? Two ones. The 106 and a 24 first. No. Because I don't know who else you're going to get at the 106. Because you're definitely in wide receiver, top-ish wide receiver territory. It's not a super flex, right? It is. Oh, it is a super flex. So he could get a top-tier receiver. Uh, I don't know. I still stick with Garrett Wilson. Uh, that that coaching staff seems to want to go to him. And he was successful with just quarterback turmoil. I think if they go out and get like a like Aaron Rodgers or, or just – shore up the quarterback position they've already shown that they're going to use him he's got the high draft capital uh, i'm passing on the dart throw you've got the 106 this year which means you're a middle of the pack player you're giving up two draft picks for an active asset so it's safe to assume that your team is going to get better and that 2024 pick is going to get worse um outside of the top half so i uh, i do it yeah I, i'm with you we're at we're we're actually contrary to Reddit here. Uh, they're saying it's a little too much, but I disagree. I think Gary Wilson's much better than any receiver in this class, and I think I think like the, the tide in fantasy is turning a little bit, where we're starting to value these receivers a little more than these prime running backs. You know, if I'm going to overpay, at least I'm going to overpay for a receiver, a guy I can be on my roster for ten to twelve years. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. The longevity of receivers is kind of what's swaying that a little bit and then you have just these freaks of nature you know justin jefferson jamar chases you know amon Ra shows flashes that these dudes can drop 30 uh somewhat often Damn. and you just don't really see that from running backs anymore i mean we had a crazy joe mixon week we had a crazy kamara week you know if it's not cmc or austin eckler you're not seeing those high scoring games nearly as often as you see them for receivers. That's so true. Yeah. I mean, the league's passing the ball more. I mean, it's, that's where it's going. At, at uh, the end of the day, draft picks are dart throws. Yeah. And Garrett Wilson, if we do a redraft, he's, he's a top five pick in that rookie draft. So yeah, good. I'm not worried about the late round dart throws. Yeah. You know, man, to the jets credit, they didn't just, Say, hey, we drafted Zach Wilson. We're just going to ride or die with him. They played to win this year. They benched his tail. I love Robert Sala. I do, too. I wish Dallas would get him, man. I like him a lot. Uh, Lahomosexual, 123. 10-team PPR. 
give the 106 and Michael Pittman to get Devontae Adams and Mark Andrews. Hmm. The 106 and Pittman to get Devontae Adams and Mark Andrews. I'm going to yeah. go. I'm, yeah, we're, we're doing that, right? We're, we're taking the talent. Uh, the 10 team is really what pushes it over. Because Michael Pittman probably isn't starting for anybody in a 10 team right now. Devontae and Mark Andrews are auto starters in a 10 team. So, to me, you're giving up a dart throw and a bench player for two starters. Yeah. Very well said. I can't say it any better. Brendo 1155. 12 team super flex. Trade away. Trade Lance in the 205. Yes. Receive. <laughs> Receive Bateman, Ridley, and the yes. 112. Yes. 100%. Yes. I'm so uh, low on Trey Lance. Trey Lance is in the basement for me. If you're yeah, if you're sending Trey Lance in a pick for anything, um, yes, you should too. You're high on Calvin Ridley. This should be an easy one for you, honestly. I do like Calvin. I, it's look, if Trey Lance, if he gets the quarterback position in San Francisco, you want a piece of that, right? No, you I, want a, I, he, he, he made Brock Purdy look good. You want I'm a piece. so low on Trey Lance. Because you don't think he'll win the job? Because think I think if he manages to win it, it'll be solely on the back of the fact that San Fran went out and drafted him way too early, and they would look completely ignorant if they didn't play him. I think if he sucks, they'll throw him in there because they drafted him ahead of Mac Jones and Justin Fields, who I know you hate to admit played well the last half of the season. I think they're going to be forced – to play Trey Lance. He's definitely going to win the job. I just think he's going to suck. Why go out and get Christian McCaffrey, who's going to solidify your run game, and you use Debo Samuel like a running back, and then you're going to go get a running quarterback who doesn't throw the ball very well, who has limited college experience, and you're going to cross your fingers that he can all of a sudden throw it and be successful in the NFL? No. I'm not. I, I'm so low on Trey Lance. I was low on Trey Lance before he even got injured. Look at the quarterback rankings. I had him ranked low. Uh, I I just I can't stand Trey Lance, and I and I don't understand the hype behind him. I don't. I really don't. Well, I'm, I, I I'm a hype guy for Trey Lance. So I'll let, let me try to explain my side of it. When I look Please at do. the trade, first of all, you got Bateman. Bateman's not exciting anybody, especially if they lose Lamar. He's just depth. Is he starting for anybody? He's really a flex play. Calvin Ridley, I'm a fan of, uh, but his ceiling's capped. I mean, he's probably a wide receiver too, right, with Christian Kirk there. That's probably what he is. Yeah. And the 112, I mean, it's the 112. I mean, it, it's first round. It's a good draft. I'll take the 112, but it's it's not exactly premium real estate. Mm-hmm. The upside you get with Trey Lance out of all these packages is he uses his legs. He's mobile. We saw with Jalen Hurts, what a running quarterback, Justin Fields, what a running quarterback can do to your fantasy team. He's with Mike Shanahan, who made RG3 look competent. This is Shanahan's guy. He drafted up to get him. He beat out Jimmy Garoppolo last year, who was fresh off an NFC Championship game appearance. He beat him out for the job. I mean, he got this start week one. You didn't get to see anything. He got hurt, I think, third week or the third quarter. It was a monsoon game. I'm going to take the upside here, and I'm going to gamble. It's a dice roll. I understand you want to be conservative. There's just a lot of feathers in the Trey, Trey Lance cap right now. And he's got weapons, Wayne. I, All yeah, the weapons. 
I don't think he beat anybody out. I think the the 49ers got so much flack for for moving up and drafting him what everybody thought was too early that they had to start him. Here's how I look at it is you're right, Rashad Bateman is a depth piece. I'm getting a starter and a first rounder. I'm getting a bench player, a starter, and a first rounder for a bench player and a second rounder. That's how I look at it. But if you think – I guess if you think Trey Lance is going to be a a poor man's uh, Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson, I guess you could see it. I just don't see it. They have too many many weapons on that offense on the ground to rely on Trey Lance on the ground. You know what I mean? Like they're going to use – like their first run option is going to be CMC. Their second run option – is going to be Debo Samuel. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, it's true. I don't like him as the third. I don't like his fantasy value as him being the third option with his legs. Justin Fields is their first, second, and third option on the ground. Yeah. he, he Man, he's the ultimate dice roll in fantasy, I think, this year. I mean, in, in a redraft league, would you take a Kirk Cousins, Trey Lance, stack at quarterback, and just see if he hits? Or are you just avoiding him at all in a redraft? In a redraft, I'll draft them late. I mean, I, I'm not drafting them any earlier than the 12th, 13th. Yeah. He'll be one of my real late throwaways, but I know I know somebody's going to pick him before he gets there just based off potential, but I, yeah, I, that's the thing. I'm rating his potential is so low that, uh, that I won't touch him. You'll take him long before I take him. Okay, that's fair. Dankraham stinking. 12-team, half PPR, super flex. So the half PPR, I think, matters. So does the super flex. Team A gets Deontay Johnson and a 25-third. Team B gets Geno Smith. That's a good one. In a super flex, I'm going to take your advice because you're our our in-house super flex guru. Take the quarterback here, right? Yeah. It would it would make me think if it was Deontay in like a twenty four first, but a twenty five third you don't know what that's that's garbage you don't know what that is, and so pretty much I'm looking at it as DJ versus Gino, uh, and again yeah you're exactly right in super flex you're always taking the quarterback. Yeah, I mean plus if he's going to get re-signed in Seattle, I think the price for him goes up if he gets a long term contract right in a super flex. He deserves one right. Yeah, maybe not well. a long term. I mean, Pete Carroll really showed. I, I think I think Geno's success coupled with Russell's terrible year <laughs> really showed that Pete Carroll's underrated. Pete Carroll's that dude, man. He's a hell of a coach. He he's really underrated is for sure. Yeah, he's that dude. Plus, players seem to like him. I know, uh, like Earl Thomas hated his guts. I think or one of the Legion of Boom. Earl. Uh, was it Earl? Yeah, it was Earl. He I gave the bird Earl on the Thomas. stretcher. He was, he was just mad at the organization. Yeah. Because they didn't give him his contract and then he got a major injury. Yeah. That's right. All right, let's see here. Dead Crow 5. 12-team super flex, half PPR. Lamar Jackson and Kenneth Walker or Josh Allen? Say that one more time. It's super flex, half PPR. Lamar Jackson and Kenneth Walker or Josh Allen? Mm. 
Is that enough for Josh? I don't know if that get, if I've got Josh, I don't think that gets me there. I I, I, I might be wanting a second on top of all that, at least. I I like Kenneth and I like his prospects in Seattle, right? I I think you know Pete's shown that he he likes having a bell cow guy. He showed enough in the past game. He's gonna be okay. Lamar's a risk. Yeah, and Lamar's an injury risk. He's a location risk. He doesn't have weapons. Will he have weapons where he goes next? And let just Josh Allen's the best the best superflex fantasy player. Yeah, I don't think it's enough. I don't think it's enough. All right, Raptors 2019 NBA champs. I like God. these kind of questions. That's a really specific name. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to the six, man. Give the 105 and the 306. Get the 109 and the 202. I like these kind of questions. What, like, what's your philosophy? You're going to have the premier prospect, or, or do you think you can find value in this draft, Wayne, from the 109 to the 202? I can find value. I've I've already done some research in this draft, and you can get at the 109 and the 202, you're looking, you're looking still at two. See, that's the thing. This draft is so deep that even if you're getting the – I believe there's five, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. There's six running backs that I think are going to be viable day one starters. And there are four receivers that I think are going to be day one contributors. Uh, you have baby Gronk that's coming out. So, so you have 10 non-quarterbacks that are going to have legitimate fantasy value day one. And if you're swapping the 106 for the 109, you're definitely still within there. The 202, you're kind of on the back end of it, but you know a couple people take quarterbacks, a couple people you know plant their flag on somebody and take them early. You can definitely have one of those guys slide to the 202. So that's kind of they're they're close enough. The 109 and the 202 is close enough that I would probably take those two picks and get rid of my third. I would too. I, at the 109, you're you're going to get. Quentin Johnson, Jackson Smith, you're going to get one of those two, or at worst case, Kayshawn Boutte, however you feel about him. You could you could get Tank, you could get Tank at the 109. Tank probably falls there, yeah. Um, yeah. I like Zach Charbonnet out of UCLA. That's a guy I'm going to be looking to hopefully get my hands on. I don't know if he's going to fall this late, but I could, agree with you. You should be able to get, you know, if, if you're into – you know, if you're Kyle Pitch drafter, you can get Baby Gronk at the 202. I think it's a great pick this year. Um, by the way, yeah, there's there's still in this particular draft, there's a lot of value still in the back end of the first and the early part of the second for sure. Yeah, totally agree. Coc God, cock God, twelve team <laughs> superflex PPR. <laughs> I'm gonna hope it's Clash of Clans. <laughs> oh. There we go. Sorry, I'm the man. cock god, baby. Give Miles Sanders in a 24 first, projected a late first for Jerry Judy. Ooh. I wish Goni was here for this one. 
He'd say, ship it. He'd take us right to the shipyard and get, get it out to sea, buddy, in a heartbeat. You know what? I, I'm going to bring him in. I'm going to bring him in. He's he, We need him on this one. I, I think I'd do it. I'm not big on Miles Sanders, Wayne. I, I, think, I, do, I think I'd do it as well. I think I'm doing it. I don't like the 24 draft. Lottie. Hey, man, I had to bring you in a podcast. It's a Goni question. You're live. Do you do Miles Sanders in a and what was a late a twenty four one a late twenty four one for Jerry Judy? <sighs> Miles Sanders in a late one for Judy. Um, a late twenty twenty four one. No, no. Really? Uh, if I'm, wow. Yeah, if I'm the guy with. So wait, wait, wait. The guy has Miles Sanders and the late twenty four one. Yes, he's trading it away for Jerry Judy. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just pulled to you on that one. Absolutely, I'd send it. Um, I don't know where Miles Sanders is going to be next year, and the twenty twenty four one is extra far away. Jerry Judy looking for the blow up. Yep, we that's what we thought. We wanted to bring you in on the Jerry Judy question, and we're actually in agreement with you on this one. Man, doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen often. All right, we'll let Goni go back to being sick. Just had to. I had to. I had to call. I had to phone a friend on this one. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate the guest appearance. All right, go. Hey, enjoy take the some modium and feel better, man. Absolutely. Later, brother. Later. There you have it. Take take the risk on Judy. Mo De Niro, nine fifty four. Nick Chubb for the two hundred four and the two hundred five. Oh yeah, no. Are you trading Nick Chubb? No, 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 no. You still got two good years out of Nick Chubb. He's still leading yeah. the league in yards per carry. Yeah, it's easy. What do you, Mo? Get get out of that trade, man. Uh, you, you don't want any part of that. You you need to absolutely get a first. Wayne, I, I've seen this guy a lot. Jordan Love. I've seen this guy in a lot of trades. People are trying to sell him while they can. JPJ twelve twelve. So it's a super flex. It's a PPR. He's trading away the one oh seven in Jordan Love for DK Metcalf and the three oh two. Yes, hundred percent. Not sold on Jordan Love being in Green Bay, dude. We've seen Jordan Love. We've seen him. He's trash. He's trash. trash. And if Aaron Rodgers couldn't be successful with the lack of weapons there, you think Jordan Love's going to come in and do anything? True. We've seen him. We've people. We've seen Jordan Love. He's awful. And last time I checked, they're not going out and getting any weapons. It's true. If if Green Bay loses Aaron Rodgers, and it's still an if, like everybody's talking about. Jordan Love being the number one in Green Bay, and I understand that's like where everything is pointed. But at the end of the day, like Aaron Rodgers is still there. But even if he isn't, Jordan Love is trash. He's trash. Trash. He's trash. I agree, man. Now, but let me ask you an interesting question. Just a little game theory here. If you have Jordan Love, is it worth the risk to you to wait? If Aaron goes somewhere else, his price goes way up, right? Do you play that game? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess because to me, like, Jordan Love's value is not high regardless. So if I can get, you know, 
25 cents out of them instead of 20, you know, I'll take the 25 cents. I'll take the five cent gamble. Yeah. I, I think I do. T- I don't think Aaron's going back to green Bay. Right. I mean, it's just been, it's been, can just been weird there. He's, he's got to, he's got to find a team that can take that contract. I mean, they signed him to a big old contract. He's got to go to a team that's yeah. a needs him for a year or two. Cause he's a rental at this point. Yeah. B is willing to take that cap space hit and and can take the cap space hit. Tampa? Tampa has no cap <laughs> space. We've got negative amounts of cap space. <laughs> It'll never be Tampa. Yeah, it, it can't be Tampa. Yeah, we, we do the trade. I, you know, if I've got love, I'm I might roll the dice and just try to hold him until we can get Rodgers out of Green Bay. Because uh, there's no guarantee he even plays if he goes back to Green Bay, right? I mean, at this point, are you willing to bench him just to see what you have in Jordan Love? No, no, you can't do that to Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Okay, just asking. All right. DF reinvestor. Though he's trading away his 110 to get Damian Pierce. I do that. I do that too. Damian Pierce is better than the 110 dart throw. Again, it's their their high probability, well, higher probability than normal dart throws this year. But Damian Pierce, I I don't think I necessarily argued with you all on this one, but I definitely didn't plant the flag like you and Goni did on him. And you were right. You said there was a clear clear path to number one, and he got there quickly and produced instant fantasy value. The Texans. They're they're kind of a, on a best available draft strategy right now, but they can't be any worse than they were last year. No, I, I mean it's shaping up to look like they're going to get C.J. Stroud. They got the second pick, and it looks like they're going to probably a lot of the mocks I've seen. They're going to go receiver with their other first round pick. If they don't draft a running back, I want all of Damian Pierce because that offense it can't get any worse. And I think C.J. Stroud he's going to improve it. Even as a rookie, I mean, Jeff Driscoll? Are you kidding me? Yeah, and and I think I think Damian Pierce showed you enough. Yeah, that you don't waste a draft pick on another running back because you just have needs everywhere else. I think they should make a big splash in free agency. They have the fifth most cap space going into twenty twenty three, so they have the money to make a splash this year. Yeah. I, I agree. I I think I think do it. If if Houston drafts a running back, his price is going to go down a little bit. If they don't, it's going to go up. I I'm with Wayne. Let's let's go and get Damian. What, what's your opinion? My my opinion is they don't draft a running back. What do you think? If they do, it's late. I I think they have way too many gaps on the roster to fill. I agree. I'm with. Yeah, give me Damian. I like him. He was underdrafted last year. His draft capital was kind of fool's gold. He was he uh, was a second rounder, right, in the rookie drafts. Yeah. 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 He was drafted in the fourth round, I think, which he wasn't fourth round talent. He just didn't get didn't get on the field of Florida. No and and no running backs really got drafted in the NFL. Brees was a second round pick. So I mean Yeah. It was just a lot of late round quote unquote running backs went, but in rookie from rookie draft perspectives, they were top talent. Yep. Yep. All right, I'm going to rely on you on this one solely. Yarvi, 
He's trading away Kyler, his 207, and his 208. It's a super flex to get the 102, the 109, and the 302. So Kyler in two seconds for two ones and a third. Yes. Yes. Um, I do that. Kyler's on a downward trend. He's still young. Give me give me another young quarterback in the draft at the 103. Let me kind of reset there. Kyler's small. Uh, he's losing D-hop. He's not running as much. The Cardinals offense stalled a lot, which didn't give him a lot of opportunities. He's still going to be a QB1 for you, but I think if at the 103 you can get possibly a C.J. Stratt. There's like five quarterbacks that you can get that are going to start day one, and they're going to have, in my opinion, with Kyler losing DeAndre and not running nearly as often and the Cardinals offense being terrible and Cliff Kingsbury being out, I think the value – I think Kyler might do a little bit better than whatever quarterback you get, but you're also moving up draft picks. So, overall, it's all about the points. I think you're getting more points uh, selling Kyler right now. Fair enough. MZKP54. This one's interesting to me. It's a super flex. It's a full rebuild. He has a lot of picks. Should he trade back and trade his 102 for the 106 and 110? No. You definitely don't. No, not the 102. You you take Bijan or Bryce. Yeah. Or maybe maybe Stroud there in a super flex? Uh, I take Bryce. Bryce definitely first. Yeah. Over CJ, take, assuming Bijan's gone. Do you take Bijan or Stroud at the 102 in a super flex? If Bryce is gone. Stroud. I do too. It's hard to pass up. I think he's going to be successful for a long time in the NFL. He looks good. He does look good. I, I agree. Yeah, no, the, the 102 is way too valuable, uh, especially in a super flex. No way we do that. All right. DJ Main 93. He's getting JT, and he wants to know if he's giving up too much. He said he's completely set at wide receiver. He's trading Joe Mixon, Jahan Dotson, the 107, and the 109 to get Jonathan Taylor. Is that too much? Hmm. I, I don't know why he throws the 109. I think at the 107, Mixon and Dotson, that should be good, right? Do you need to throw the 109 in there? No. I don't think so. Again, we, we already touched on this. JT is a buy low. Joe Mixon, I think, has one more solid year in him. He finished as an RB1 this year. I know he had that 55-point week, but he also missed a few games, so he was going to be an RB1 regardless without the 55-point um, game if he was able to play the rest. And he was, he was one of those guys that was stuck in concussion protocol limbo this year, so it's not like he like had a – major injury that required him to miss a couple games. He just got in the concussion protocol limbo of 2022. So he really doesn't have any lingering ones. The dude has given up Jonathan Taylor, who was poo-poo this year for an RB1 plus. If you take names out of it, if you just say, hey, I'm going to give you the RB40 for an RB1, a WR3, 
a 107 and 109, it looks ridiculous. Yeah. So you're trading off potential. You're trading players that have already produced for a potential in a player. Yeah. The the Colts are still without a quarterback. The Colts still need a coach. There's nothing that has hinted to him just being amazing again. I, I'm with you. The The two first-round picks are too much. I also agree that, you know, you're going to have to pay for JT just because of what he did two years ago. But Joe Mixon, I, do you even think about doing just Joe Mixon in the 107 for it? If you're a JT owner, do you kind of let that go for, for Joe in the 107 if you're competing now? Man, if I'm a JT owner, I'm a little nervous. Uh, Mixon in the 107 might get it. it it's a 10-team, though. So the 107 is not that great, but I'm thinking really hard about it. Yeah. It, 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 to me, if, unless I'm getting value on JT, I don't want JT. Right? Like, it has to come at a good price. I'm not over. People are still asking for overpays on JT. I'm not overpaying for JT. Yeah. No. I'm no, no, not no. even going to give him what is considered equal value because there's no. nothing. There has been absolutely no change to his situation that he was very unsuccessful in last year. If exactly. there was like, if they brought in some, if they brought in Aaron Rodgers and then they brought in, you know, Sean Payton, they got Sean Payton. Okay. There's been a, there's been a very positive change to his situation. His value's going up. There's no right. change to the situation. He was very unsuccessful in last year. So I'm not, I'm definitely not overpaying for him. No, I think you're right. No. I think in the very least you pull back one of those first rounders. Yeah. Even then, I don't know that we are in love with it, but if you if, if that's your guy, do it. All right, two more. Different Donut 5317. This is a super flex. There's a lot of pieces here. I'm going to go slow. He's going to send this. He's giving away Tua, Hawkinson, Mixon. Tua, Hawkinson, and Mixon. Getting Kelsey, Swift, the 106 and 206. So Tua, Hawkinson, and Mixon for Kelsey, Swift, 106, and 206. It's a lot going on there. I'm sending I, that. I oh, am too. He who shan't be named is very low on Swift, but Jamal Williams leaves. Swift's value goes through the roof. So let's let's break this down. Hawkinson was successful in Minnesota for sure. We don't know how long Kirk Cousins is going to be there. Is he going to be there another year? Is he going to be there two years? We don't know. But Hawkinson was successful. you got to think there's probably going to be a downgrade whenever he leaves. Mixon, yeah. I think the world is in agreement that he's got one more solid year. That offense, is there's never been a more pass-first offense. So he needs to be very efficient for him to pull another RB1 this year. He's capable. He's capable, but he needs to play very well this year, and I think it's his last year that he even has the talent to do it. Swift will be able to do it for the next three, four years. Yeah. You're getting another first-round pick. The 106, too. Yeah, I just think there's a lot more value on side B here. Yeah. I I mean, to me, Swift is by far the best prospect. I, I know Tua... And a super flex is probably he's probably the best prospect here. Yeah, but his brain is mush. We don't know. Once you get one, once you get one concussion, they just keep rolling. And this man already had multiple this year. It it cut Luke Keekley's career short. It's cut many other careers short. 
yeah. the fact that he suffered multiple this year, I, I he doesn't retire, but I, it's got to be in the back of his mind. He, he's got to have some people in his ear saying, "Listen, there's life after football." Yeah, and and he's that's that's already a thought in his mind. So so who knows how much longer he plays? Honestly, he if he suffers, I think if he has another two concussion year, I think he's done. And I think it's very possible with how many he had last year. I could see that. I, Swift is a guy to me, Wayne, that in redraft leagues in particular, people are going to fade him because of the injuries. I, I, I'm there. I'm there to, to, to take advantage of him dropping. I know he's soft and brittle, but the talent is undeniable. And if he falls to the back of the second, it's crazy. People are just too low on him right now. If Jamison Williams does what they think he's going to do, you're not going to have loaded boxes. Because with Amon Ra, you just kind of needed to uh, to cheat a safety over there. Now you're yeah. looking at two safeties to cover both sides. If if what they have in Jamison Williams is what we all think they have, they go out and get kind of a decent tight end to kind of take the second level over, then D-Swift might not be facing too much opposition at the line. Yeah. I, I, I mean, all, all you have to see is put is for him to put together even 14 games, 12 games even. Yeah, he's an RB1. 12 then. games. Yeah. 14 games, he's an RB1, right? Yeah. What he does in the passing game is unbelievable. And Jared Goff has shown he'll dump it down. I'm, I like Swift. I'm not – to me, he's uh, he's extremely valuable. Jamal Williams leaving, he he's back yeah. to RB1 status for me. Easy. Black Mage Chow, last question. It's a super flex. 12-team PPR. Give the 112 and DeAndre Hopkins, get Olave. I do it. I agree. Don't know where D-Hop's going to be. He's in his 30s now. Don't know how much longer we'll have him. One, two years maybe. And again, he might go to an unsuccessful offense just to get the money. There's, I don't know. I mean, I've heard I've heard whispers of of Kansas City, which would obviously produce a crazy output Dang. for him. But yeah. you're looking at one year. That's all Kansas City could probably afford for him is a one-year deal. He would honestly just take it to get a ring. So yep. you're going to be a little sick watching what D-Hop does if that happens. But I, I also think Olave is going to have a good year this year. He's a dude, man. There's This this side's snagging a one as well as Olave, right? Or is it? No, he's it's the 112 one? and D-Hop for Olave. I don't know. I think you have a I think you have a stud in Olave for the next eight years. Yeah, man. I, I Again, it, to me, it's similar to Garrett Wilson. He produced with Andy Dalton. And Jameis yeah. Wilson and Taysom Hill at quarterback mm-hmm. had a good year. Had he had a couple of concussions, but looked great. I mean, I to me, Olave is a talent I want. D Hop's a depreciating asset. You know, he's aging. And the one twelve, you know, I you're not going to get Olave at the one twelve. You're not going to get that kind of talent. No. So unless you're really yeah. lucky. I mean, there's always that one or those one or two guys that hit late, but nobody's nobody's got their eye on those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, take a lave. Uh, all right, Wayne, that's it, buddy. All right, Bob. 
Q&A locked in. Uh, Friday, bright and early, The our, we're going to go over our wide receivers 1 through 12, where we had them ranked in the preseason and what they finished, as well as what the ADP had. Uh, we'll own up to mistakes, and we'll toot our horns on what we got right. Uh, we will see you all on Friday. All right. Thank you.